It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast is also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank. Welcome to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, the final edition from here in the Rock. I just got word, and Joe Foley doesn't know a lot of this yet, the details. I just told him as he sat down, but we're actually going to do a show next Monday from the beach. Yes, Pensacola uh, Beach uh, is where we will be getting ready for the uh, Sunbelt Conference Basketball Tournament. And uh, Coach Foley joins us now. We'll probably have a couple of other coaches. Uh, the travel party down there as uh, your Little Rock Trojans on the road this week the women in the state of Texas before heading down to Pensacola uh, for the conference tournament. But first, Coach, let's talk about the week that was. And I know we had the show last Tuesday. We talked about the win over champion Christian. So we get to talk a lot about that nice comeback, 13 points down in the third quarter to beat Arkansas State in Jonesboro, no doubt. Well, it's, it's quite a deal, you know, and we dug ourselves a big hole by getting into foul trouble the first half. And, you know, when I'm looking over there and, and uh, Myra and Tia's got three fouls, yeah. I'm thinking this might be a good time to get sick and go to the dressing room. <laughs> I think DJ tried that. <laughs> yes, she did. She did. But I was wondering, I said, how are we going to finish this game? I mean, with these guys in that much foul trouble, how are we going to do this? And I looked out there and I looked at her lineup and I had a uh, kid playing point guard that's never played the point, I had two bigs on the wing and two bigs inside, and I'm thinking – not a whole lot going on right now. So I, I was, you know, thinking this is going to be pretty tough. But uh, I thought, that, you know, one, this is one time when you can say your kids just said, you know, we're not going to give up. Let's keep going. And, you know, I'm pushing and trying to figure out something to do. And they just kept pushing and pushing and made it happen. Well, uh, my mom and dad traveled up to the game. My daughter was up there. We celebrated her birthday on Friday. And uh, they had some nice seats. My mom learned some new words uh, watching <laughs> they, watching you they're coach. Not, they're not new words. They're just overused words. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it was, you said the right thing to motivate your team to come back and win like, that game. Like I say, I kept pushing and pushing. <laughs> I, sometimes you just got to keep pushing. 22-11 and 11 for Sally Corma, her second double-double as a Trojan. And she's one that you would like to see continue in that mode with what she was able to do Saturday in Jonesboro? Well, I like the shooting percentage, too. I mean, she didn't have to take a lot of shots to get there. And, you know, that's what we've been trying to impress is, you know, we got to do a better shooting, take take better shots, score the same amount of points, but get better shots, not have to take as many shots to get there. And, you know, I thought that uh, we did a much better job of that. And uh, turnovers, was, there's a few too many still, t- too many turnovers, and that kind of helped A-State a little bit. Uh, but still overall, I thought that, you know, we just kept banging and banging, and it, it came out our way. Well, all of your starters scored in double figures, and you talked about the fact that they had foul trouble. You had three players end up with four fouls, Rosie Potter, Tia Harvey, Myra Kaiseido. But Kaiseido, 13 points, five assists. She did have the five turnovers, two steals in the game for her, and I know you want her to – Work on limiting those turnovers. Some of them were unforced turnovers, and those are the ones that you really don't like. Yeah, and she gets in too big a hurry sometimes. You know, she's got plenty of speed, and she doesn't realize that she's going to get by most people just playing normal speed. You don't have to. And when they start trapping, she starts speeding up, and that's what she, you know, we got to get her where, hey, understand that when you see that trap, you've got plenty of speed. You're going to get around them, so quit panicking and going so fast that you can't stay under control. That's that's her biggest problem, and, and you know, I've, at times she'll do it, and then at times she'll get in too big a hurry. But, uh, you know, most of the time, like I say, she can break a press by herself, but when she starts trying to spin and stuff like that, she gets herself in a little bit of trouble. Dariel Johnson, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 rebounds away from another double-double for her on the season, but... She was battling a little bit of illness during the game, had to leave the game multiple times because of that illness. Well, you know, and that's kind of been the season. You know, I look over there, and we, we're in a time, or having to take a timeout, and I look up, and I've only got four sitting there in front of me, and all right, where's the other one? Oh, Coach, she's back there throwing up. And I, well, and I even made the comment to I said, well, I'm used to this now, so it don't bother me. So we just, <laughs> we just kept going and, you know, put another kid in and then got her back in. And, you know, that's that's been kind of the season right there. Just 
you know, try to try to give us what you got, and that's all you can do, and, and then that's what they've done. Well, and one time during the game, I, I saw during a timeout, Bobby walk over and talk to the official and said, hey, look, 13 is battling an illness right now, and she might have to leave the game in the middle of a play or something. If she runs off the court, I mean, she just – it's basically an injury, and then you would get a chance to sub someone for her. I did see her one time during a dead ball. There was a substitute at the scorer's table you had for her. She ran behind the Arkansas State bench because there was a trash can closer to that end of the floor than it would if she would have run to your end of the floor. Well, and I thought the officials did a good job because, you know, one time I hollered at her because I knew she looked like she was fixing to throw up, and the officials right there. I said, look, I got one sick. And he said, okay, and she ran off, and the one went run in, and we kept playing. You know, it wasn't we were trying to steal some, delay some time or get some free time. It was just that's the way it is. And that's the way it is. That's what you have to deal with this year. That's what you got to do. So, Little Rock is 14-8, and 7-3 and in the Sunbelt Conference. They are tied for third in the Sunbelt Conference. But if the season or if the conference tournament, pardon me, started tomorrow, they would be the four seed as Appalachian State owns the tiebreak over Little Rock. I will say this. You control your own destiny. If you went out, you end up in the two seat. Well, you know, they can't ask for any more of this than that this last part of the week. And, you know, we just hope we stay healthy and can get two more games in. And, you know, today is, you know, an example, you know, we're playing with six, seven kids sometimes out there. And, you know, you just don't know. And I've got used to, okay, whatever's here, whatever's here. And so we'll play regardless if we can. And if we can't, we won't. But, uh, you know, we're going into the last week, and with all we've been through and we've got a chance to finish in the top, you know, four, I don't think you can ask for any more than that. Especially with what you've been through this season, having the long stretch of 32 days without playing a basketball game to say, hey, yeah, we've got a chance to get a first-round bye in the conference tournament. That's pretty much a win in and of itself right there. It is. It is, and that's what I'm saying. We've been through so much and so many. We've been through the flu, lost five or six players, Lose seven, you know, seven was it seven, seven games, games, and go through COVID. And, you know, it's mad, it's it's kind of unrealistic that we're even in the top. You know, I mean, you could just say, hey, how are these kids even playing? And you know, right now, I think that we're starting to figure out how to play a little bit, and it's it's fun right now. It's, it was it's getting back to fun, but I know how that can change in a second too. And uh, you know, the last two seasons, you you just can't. You just can't keep going, and that's what I'm used to is just better, 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 better tournament. And this year, you know, last year, it's all right, we're here. Now we're going backwards. We're here. We're going backwards. And we're finally making a little progress right now, but I know it could all change tomorrow and go backwards again. It could in an instant. Uh, Little Rock undefeated in Sunbelt Conference play on the road, and that's where Little Rock goes this week, two games in the state of Texas, Arlington on Thursday, San Marcos on Saturday. But let's talk about that win over Arkansas State. Destiny Rogers didn't have the uh, uh, the, the uh, availability of Trinity Jackson, one of her big post players. And so she basically tried to speed us up in that game. Well, you know, I think they're, especially at home, they shoot the ball pretty well. And that's what we had told our kids. You know, if they miss some threes down here, they're not going to miss at home. And it's going to make the game seem different. And, you know, down here, we, I thought we did a good defensive job. But we also, you know, the, the shots that they're going to get, uh, that they missed, they're probably going to make it home. And it's going to make it a, t- a much tougher game. And that's exactly what it was. They, they got some th- open threes, and they knocked them down up there. And then you put the foul trouble on top of that, you're in trouble. And we dug ourselves a hole, and I didn't know if we could dig our way out of it, but we did. And, like I say, I think that gives uh, – you know, your kid, you got to give them a pat on the back for just saying, hey, you, you didn't quit. You didn't put your head down. A lot of teams put their heads down when that starts happening, start blaming, and, you know, we just kept rolling. Well, Little Rock got out-rebounded 35-33. A-State, 9 of 24 from behind the three. They were 4 of 18 in the jack. That tells you the difference right there. We're back after this to the NBC Suites in West Little Rock, talking more with Coach Joe Foley. Stay with us. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. 
Step into the new when you drive a Chevy. It's time for a fresh approach and a new perspective. Meet new friends or reconnect with some old ones. See the world in a brand new light and find the Chevy that's right for you. From the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever to the versatile Equinox or the stylish Blazer, you're bound to drive home in the Chevy of your dreams. So what are you waiting for? See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crockpot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Don't let life get in the way of what's most important. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to today, learn more. We win something bigger than ribbons or trophies. We win our tomorrows. Wherever we play, wherever we fight, wherever we overcome odds, we're winning our way. Simmons Bank is committed to supporting women athletes in the communities we serve and are proud to be an official sponsor of Little Rock Women's Athletics. Not just for a season, but for a winning future. Seasons are short, but fierce is forever. Simmons Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to Embassy Suites in West Little Rock. Embassy Suites Little Rock is in the business district and minutes from the campus of UA Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. We're talking it over with Joe Foley, the head women's basketball coach of your Little Rock Trojans. I am Trey Schapp. We'll be joined by Daryl Walker later in the show, the head men's coach of the Little Rock Trojans. Coach, uh, 21 points off of turnovers against Arkansas State. They turned the ball over 17 times. We turned the ball over 14 times, but ASU was only able to convert that into seven points. So that was a help right there, the fact that even when we did turn the ball over, we kind of shut them down at times defensively. Yeah, and that kind of made up for the rebound, the offensive rebounds that they got that uh, when we were fouling and stuff. But uh, – yeah, I thought, especially the second half, I thought mm-hmm. we converted some big plays off of off turnovers by them. So I thought that was good for us. 28 points in the paint, 26 for Arkansas State. Were you surprised that they were able to get so much inside the paint with as small as they well, were? Well, they, they do a lot of driving. It's not post play, and they're kind of like us. We, we don't get a whole lot of you know points from our post players, but we get a whole lot of points from driving in. And you know, either dishing it off or pulling up and shooting it, then you know that's what you got to do. If you don't have a dominant post player, then you you still have to get points in the paint, and that's you know a lot of teams have to do that. There were ten lead changes seven times that the game was tied in that game. A State led for twenty nine minutes and forty two seconds. Little Rock led for eight minutes and one second. But the uh, the uh, time on the clock when it said zero. Zero zero. That's Little you, Rock was leading. That's when you want to lead. When that, <laughs> when that clock runs out, that's when you want to lead. And so. it was nice too that the officials called the illegal screen on their inbound attempt because they would have probably tried to at least get a two to send it into overtime. I didn't like our chances if it went into overtime because of the foul situation. Exactly. exactly. And then if they hit a three, well then they walk off and win. But right. uh, uh, they did not. That was a heck of a defensive play by Myra and, and the kid. I mean, it was obvious the kid pushed her off. And that, that was a big defensive play right there, and that was good. And then for Kai Sato then to walk down to the other end and hit the two free throws right, as right. well. She, uh, you know, 
we've we've had a few troubles at the free throw line, and you know it's showing up at times, and you know that's something that you know you wish would get better. But uh, free throws is a lot about confidence, and you know you got to walk up there and relax and just knock it down. Thirteen of twenty-one in that game from the line, but I will say this: Azaria Robinson stepped to the line after getting foul, making the shot. She is now four of her last four at the free throw line. Well. You know, and she was one that struggled early. She did, and, and I will give her credit. She stayed in the gym for a few days, and I think she was shooting like 100 free throws a day before she got went to the dressing room. So, you know, that just shows you practice pays off. And, you know, she did it, and you got to give her credit for it, and I'm proud of her. Maybe now you'll put her at the line to shoot the technicals? Nope, if nope, you, oh, nope, no. Oh, okay, yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Reserve that for Tia Harvey. So far, she's the, <laughs> she's the one that showed me she could knock it down when the pressure was on. Yeah, she was two of two. And she's, uh, you know, she's not the, the, you know, as far as percentage, she's not the best one. But she seems to best, be the best one under pressure. Yeah. Uh, Percentage-wise, I believe Angelique Francis is she the best. Is. Her and Sally. Shoot, I think she's shooting 73. I don't think Sally's up there. She's around 70. Is she? And yeah. she's missed some yes, here lately. She yeah. has. Yeah, she was 7 of 10. Uh, in that 22-point effort on Saturday. Yeah, and she shot it better then than she has last. I think the last two games she was 0 for 2 in both games or so. Do you feel like maybe her confidence is starting to come back? Uh, maybe oh, she so. lost it a little bit? I think so. And, and, you know, she's getting a little more confidence in her knees. And, and that's that's the key is she just, you know, she lost her conditioning. She had a little soreness. And when you start having to play through all that, then you, you lose confidence in what you're trying to do. And I think now uh, starting to have a little more fun, starting to do some things, starting to get involved a lot more and, you know, becoming the player that she was at the first of the year. Well, let's switch our attention to the uh, the great state of Texas and the uh, trip down to Texas, uh, UT Arlington. Do you, know, do you know anybody good from Texas? I know one person good from Texas, and that's about it. Actually, I know several. It's, it's the family that I know that's good. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, one is here tonight. Thankfully, my wife is here. So yeah, Exactly, uh, exactly. And we've got a lot of kids from Texas, so I'm just joking. I know anybody, you are. Anybody's out there, Texas is our best recruiting ground. I love Texas kids, and we've had a lot of success with them. And I think you'll still stay in the state of Texas for a little bit, even with moving to the OVC, or will that change up a little bit? Uh, we, we've got to play as many games as we can in Texas because we're going to recruit Texas. So, you know, we get, uh, you know, of course, Coach Blair's leaving A&M, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, we, Maybe get Schaefer at Texas? We, I'm sure Schaefer will pick us up. We've been, SMU? Uh, we've been trying for years to get SMU, TCU, Rice. We, you know, we always want – any of those schools that want to play, we're going to play. Hopefully, we'll still play Texas Arlington. We used to play uh, te- uh, North Texas a lot, mm-hmm. so I'd love to get them back on the schedule. And, you know, Dallas is only about a four-and-a-half-hour trip. So, I mean, as many schools we get to play in that area, it would be great. And I know all the good places to go eat, and that's in uh, Dallas, too. You know quite a few. Snuffers, Snuffers, cheddar fries there. Snuffers. Of course, Whataburger, any time we cross the line. (laughs) The girls want Whataburger. That's where you got to stop, Whataburger. (laughs) I actually got a Whataburger gift card today. So, yeah, yeah, uh, Whataburger next week, uh, this week in Texas sounds right. When we come back, we'll uh, talk one more quick time about the Arkansas State Series, and then we'll turn our attention to UT Arlington and Texas State coming up this weekend down in the Lone Star State. Back after this. Stay with us. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey, Bob, thanks for inviting me to your ultimate tailgate. I thought we were going to watch the game. No, I said come check out the ultimate tailgate in my Chevy Silverado. It's the available multiflex tailgate. Bob, this isn't a tailgate. Sure it is. It flexes into six different configurations to help you work harder. So you didn't invite me to an ultimate pregame tailgate then? Would you have come if I said otherwise? Probably not. The Chevy Silverado with available multiflex tailgate. The strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. 
Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Welcome back to West Little Rock and the Embassy Suites. It's the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Want to thank AC Delco and Bumper to Bumper, UAMS, Simmons Bank, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Datamax, Arkansas Best Chevy Dealers, Stevens Inc., PI Roofing, Pepsi, Tipton and Hurst, Baptist Health, Bell Chevrolet, and Diamond Bear Brewing. We, I am Trey Shep, joined by the head coach of your Little Rock Trojans, Joe Foley. And, Coach, real quick, uh, Man, it's always nice to sweep Arkansas State. No, it is. It is. And, <laughs> and the fans like it. You know, every the administration likes it. So, you know, it's just it's plus. You know, it's it's a plus. There's no doubt. You know, the and the, to beat them at our place first, and you know, pretty well that it, we've been in that gym for 17 years. And, and they never won. And they've never won there. Well, I, I want to get your reaction to that because there there are not a lot of schools out there that can say our rival has never beaten us in our home gymnasium, but Little Rock is one that can. It's what's one that can, and, that, you know, that's something that each year I keep thinking, you know, well, you know, records are made to be broken, and this one's fixing to get broken, and it didn't. So, you know, you just keep – each year you just keep hoping you can keep it alive because that's, you know, that's just kind of unreal that, that that happens. And then you turn around and you go to their place and, and play a week later, and I knew the kids, you know, it's hard to, to understand and try to tell kids, you know, hey – that game doesn't mean anything now. It's it, We're starting all over, and they're going to hit some of those shots that they missed, so you're going to have to play a lot better. And I think they found out pretty quick that what I told them was the truth. And, uh, you know, no it, it, it took a little while for us to, to get us in sync, and you know, but but we got it done. So, you know, I give them credit to, to be able to beat A-State. There's been a lot of years we've been up there. They've had some great teams, and, you know, it's been a war up there. And uh, we've had a lot of great games up there, and, you know, I'd say we're probably about 50-50 up there, you know, since, you know, the last 10 years, probably about what we are. And, you know, that's credit to them, too. They play hard at home. No doubt about it. All right, let's switch our attention to uh, looking forward to this week at UT Arlington on Thursday night. That game's going to tip off at 7 o'clock. So we'll be on the air over on the Sports Animal 920 at uh, 645, 640. Um, they were a team that came into the Jack Stevens Center, and you only had one day to prepare. They like to play multiple defenses against you. So now that you have a little more time to prepare, maybe we don't get down by 20, even though we got back into that game, still lost it. But maybe this time we don't get down so far. Well, I hope we I hope we don't dig a hole like we did here at home. And that's, you know, like you say, we did fight back in that game and, and got it close. And But, you know, you, you don't want to have to do that on the road especially. You, it's hard to, to do that on the road. So, you know, I hope we get off to a better start. You know, we got to start in on them today. And look at film from you know the last game uh, we we watched them play Louisiana Lafayette at home, 
So, and Lafayette beat them at their place, which is a big plus for them. And so we looked at some of the things that they did. We looked at a little few of the things that we did the last time we played them that we need to correct. And, you know, hopefully we'll have a better game on there on Thursday. Also, the fact that Azaria Robinson, it seems like when she plays against bigger post players, she's played up to the level that she's needed to in those games. Is she one that you might be counting on in this game against Arlington because of their size? Well, they've got great size, and that's that's what, the, you know, they're so different than anybody in the conference because, you know, the point guard's about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, and she can post Meyer up. And then every guard they got is right, right around six foot. So it, about anybody can post you up at any time. Uh, they can all handle the ball pretty well. They can take it off the rim, off the backboard and go with it. They don't look to just get it out to the point guard and let them run. So that's a big change that they got, that they can, they can all handle it. They can go down the floor with it. And they just cause a lot of problems offensively. And that's, you know, that's where they're beating a lot of people. That's the reason they're, what, second or third in the league. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's because they've got, they're so versatile and so big that they can score a lot of points in a hurry. And, you know, they, they try multiple defenses, and they keep you a little bit off guard on that in that sequence that they're always changing their defense. So you've got to be real smart on offense. But uh, I do think that that's probably the, the, the little bit of weakness they give you is, is they're not used to just getting down and saying, all right, we got to get a stop. we got to get stay in front of this person. That They're using the, the change of defense to try to make you t- turn it over instead of just saying, we're going to stop you. And so that's the reason you've got a chance sometimes to come back on them because you can score at times if you know what you're doing. The College Park Center, it's a nice mid-major gym, kind of like the, the Jack Stevens Center like the uh, Trojan Arena in Troy, Alabama. It's the only nice thing I'll say about Troy is they've got a nice arena. But uh, you look at the uh, College Park Center, and it's a nice, intimate environment, and it can get loud at times. Oh, it can. And, you know, the, the, the thing that, you know, people don't realize when we built our facility, all those schools came in and checked out our facility, and a lot of them really enjoyed it and liked it. And that's the reason a lot of schools in our conference have got this facility like we've got because we did a great job with what we've done. I think that I think we actually got the design from Gonzaga, if I remember. I think that's a little bit where it kind of came from. So, you know, it's you're always looking for good things, and I think they picked up on it. And then we head to San Marcos, Texas. Uh, I, I hope Tuck survived down there. Uh, there's a good Mexican joint down there, Casa Manana, I believe, or Casa Maria. Um, He's not missing in action, is he? I, I, I did talk to him tonight, and whether or not he had help to get back, we don't know about that yet. But uh, Casa Maria is a place that's known for uh, famous extra-large margaritas. I'm sure he did, too. But uh, Strahan Coliseum there, boy, it has not been ooh, kind to us. Ooh, you talked about all the places that in the conference that's tough to play at. To me, that's the toughest one. What what makes it so tough? I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, we've never shot the ball well. I don't know if it's design, the lighting, or what. But uh, for some reason, they probably beat us more at their place than any team in the conference. One thing I did notice in getting ready for tonight and watching the men play is they've got a new floor and they've got a new design on their floor with the TXST across the state of Texas, as opposed to the Bobcat logo that they've had. So. Maybe a new floor. Maybe that'll be what we needed to see. Who knows? Uh, But uh, you're right. Those sight lines in there, and it looked dark and the color scheme and everything. It just has been a a tough place to play. And do you like the fact that we're playing Arlington first and then Texas State because of the multiple defenses that Arlington likes to use to get ready for that game first? A little bit because, like I say, you know, just looking at the standings and looking at where Arlington, what they've done is they're probably a little bit tougher right now. And I know they're bigger, and so we got to prepare. We kind of know Texas State, they, they're pretty well the same every year, so you got a little bit more idea what they're going to do. And, uh, you know, so we play, we last time it was vice versa, so we, we went through that. So it's, you know, I think it's a switch for us that'll be good. Uh, I think both of them is going to be very tough, and I think it's going to be hard. I know A State, you know, I told you if we won two out of three, it'd probably be nearly unrealistic to win three i don't think that you know that's going to happen but uh you're trying you take them one at a time but uh, this is this tough road you told me before the troy game in the locker room it's going to be tough it's going to be tough and i told you i said coach they don't play the games on paper that's true and they don't play these two games on paper yeah. so we're going to go down there we'll throw the ball up and we'll see what happens and you know that's sally wasn't really playing it uh 
at Troy, and you think, okay, you got your leading scorer out. How are you going to play? It's hard enough to play there anyway. Right. And it happened. And like you say, you go, and we're going to give it a try, and we'll see what happens. Well, the games previous against Texas State and UT Arlington, for those that forgot, we lost to Texas State in the longest game in women's basketball history or women's program history at Little Rock, I should say, 69-65 in three overtimes. And then we turn around, got down by 20 to UT Arlington, ended up losing that one 64-53 after coming back and making it close and just couldn't get over the hump in that one. But hopefully this time uh, down to the state of Texas we can get over the hump and get two wins and set yourself up nice for the conference tournament that starts next week, a week from Wednesday. Well, exactly. And, you know, that's that's what everybody, every time you turn the TV on, that's what everybody's doing right now. Some of them trying to get the NCAA. Some of them are trying to get the seeds. Some of them are trying to get ready for the conference tournament. So this is the reason you call it March Madness. Yeah, March Madness is here now. You've always said you want to have your team peaking when you get to March and I know there are a lot of a di- different variables with the injuries and the, the sickness going on, but uh, how do you feel your team is right now as you get ready for this stretch run, these two games here and then down in Pensacola? Well, I think that anybody will tell you in the last three weeks we've progressed. Now, whether we're where we would be, if, I, I don't think we're where we would have been if we'd have had those other games and those other practices. I still think we'd be a better ball club. But at least we've progressed, and, you know, that's that's all you can ask your kids to do is get better each day, get better each week, and see where you're at. And so I think we've done a good job of that. And, uh, you know, I, I've enjoyed being around them the last couple of weeks because they are playing harder, they're playing smarter. Uh, they're not where you want them, but I don't know if anybody is right now. Dario Johnson told me that you told him, hey, if – you win these three games, you're going to get to spend some time on the beach. You do. I mean, that's the, you know, that's the rewards that you get if you if you do the right things, you know. And you know, that's you just got to be honest. And I've never been a coach that said, hey, you know, you got to win this game, you got to win that game because you know that's just putting pressure on them. But you got to be realistic. Okay, if you do this, this, and this, this is what happens. If you do this, this is what happens. And you just got to go play, and whatever happens, happens. And so that last week, you got to you got to be ready to play and. You know, every game right now is, is, is it gets it gets a little bit more magnified, uh, and that's what you tell your kids. Everything you're doing right now is you're trying to erase something that you're doing bad, so you know when you get in the tournament, you're not worried about making that mistake. And the more you can get erased, the better off you're going to be when you get to the tournament. The Little Rock women are on a six-game winning streak right now. Troy leads the league at 11 and two. Little Rock was the last team to knock off Troy. They have a seven-game winning streak going. UT Arlington 10 and 3. Little Rock is tied with Appalachian State, both at 7 and 3, but App State holds the tiebreaker there. Louisiana comes in at 5th at 7 and 4, followed by Texas State 8 and 5, Georgia Southern 7 and 5, and then it's Arkansas State at uh, 4 and 8, followed by Coastal Carolina and Georgia State at 3 and 8. South Alabama's 2 and 8 and ULM is 0 and 12. Well, and the thing that, that you got to understand too is the percentages. The percentages mean something this year. Before, percentages didn't mean anything because yep. everybody, everybody played the same amount of games. So, you know, the teams that's played more games are in a better situation probably than the teams that, that didn't get to play. And so with us missing those four conference games, that's hurting us a little bit right now because Troy's played – I think Troy's played every conference game practically. Is that, what's They've that? played uh, 13 games. 13, so they just missed one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, if they keep winning – or even if they lose one, it may not hurt their percentage as much as what it hurts our percentage. Yeah, it would not. I mean, if they lost a game, they would still have the percentage. Now, UT Arlington, uh, it, depending on what they do, they could tie with Troy, and then it would go to the tiebreaker. And I think uh, UT Arlington beat – no, Troy beat UT Arlington, so they would hold the tiebreaker there for the conference tournament. But uh, you're right, the percentages, I mean, we're tied at 70%, and that's why even – I was thinking going in, if we would lo- – if we – end up losing to Arlington on Thursday and beat Texas State, that that's the game that mattered the most, the Texas State game. But it's not because then we can end up with a tie with Louisiana and still App State. So we need to win both of these games. I think you got to win both. And that's what I'm saying. It's tough. It's tough. But we'll see what happens. They'll take a one-point win in both of them, wouldn't exactly. you? Exactly. And then exactly. head to the beach. I'd rather have a forfeit. I wish it was a forfeit. <laughs> no, no, we don't need those. We don't need those. Forfeits counts as games. 
Uh, well, fun. they're not going to forfeit, though, Coach. we uh, got to find a way to get there. There's supposed yeah. to be some bad, bad uh, winter weather down in were, Texas. If you were a good announcer, you'd make them forfeit some way. You'd get them in. in you want a, me to find a way? I want you to find a way. Okay, I'll try. We're back hey, after hey, this. Today, today's his birthday. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity. To anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're gonna have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com Has your roof been damaged more. in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today. Schedule today. PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Welcome back yeah. to Embassy Suites in Little Rock. Embassy Suites Little Rock is in the business district and minutes from the campus of UA Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. Joined by Daryl Walker, the head coach of your Little Rock Trojans. And, uh, Coach, man, it was a rough trip to the state of Texas uh, trip to Arlington and San Marcos. I, I asked Coach Foley, I said, I did talk to Tuck today, so I don't know how Casa Maria was to him. But, I mean, hey, you can be a witness. Did he make it out of Casa Maria okay? Ray Tucker? Yeah, he, he survived. <laughs> he, he, the, the problem was this uh, at the Embassy Suites in San Marcos, it's a, There's it's a, a really good happy hour. Oh, uh, yes, yes. So As Ray, most Embassy Suites Ray have. Was, uh, what should I say? Ray had a good night. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tuck always has Ray a good had, night. Ray had a good night. Uh, Coach, let's talk first off about the uh, the game against the Mavericks, UT Arlington. You guys beat them earlier in the mm -hmm. year in overtime here at the Jack, and, boy, they jumped out 12 nothing, like, Basically like 14 and nothing, and it was nothing that they were doing. It was more of what we were doing. We just kept turning the basketball over, and I sat there with my legs crossed and refused to call the timeout and said, you guys are going to figure it out right now. Uh, once the game went on a little further, the official came up to me and said, Coach, uh, it's shocking you. Most coaches would jump up and call a timeout. I said, what am I going to call a timeout for? We're doing it to ourselves. So if I call a timeout and we go back out there and we do the same thing, what, was, what good was the timeout? 
He said, Coach, you got a point there. So I'm, I'm just a little different about right. that. If it's something that I think I need to call a timeout, I will. But if it's just something we're being scary, we just turn the basketball over on unforced turnovers, that, that's on the players at that time. When they made that first shot, were you surprised that they jumped into the press as early as nope, they did? No, nope, because we, we struggled with it against some other teams, and I watched film, and I told Jordan Jefferson, and I told uh, uh, D.J. Smith, two freshman point guards, that I'm, I said, teams are going to attack you guys. Mm-hmm. They think you can't handle the pressure. I said, until you can prove that you can handle the pressure, this is what you're going to see. Uh, we settled down in, in, in the first half about – 10 minutes after 10 minutes of the game had gone on and started breaking the pressure, that wasn't the issue. But we already spotted them 14 points. Right. You can't do that. No, specifically that. on the road. No, and we got back in, we got back in, on the road and an unhealthy team. So right. uh, we can't do that. We did that. And we eventually got back in the basketball game, though. What is it about playing teams like that that you are seeing with your team this year? And when you get into the huddle, how are your guys reacting when you have the media timeouts or when you do call a timeout? How are they reacting to what you have seen on the court and trying to get them to do? Well, I just try to tell them what y'all want me to do. This is I'm not the one throwing the basketball away. You guys are throwing the basketball away. I said, do our press offense that we've been working on all these years. Nothing has changed since I've been the coach. Just execute it. Just attack the pressure. And then once they settled down, they did start attacking the pressure. And sometimes in timeouts, I just look at them and say, you guys got something to say? I said, because I, I, I know what's going on, and you know what's going on out there. We just, just turn the ball over, unforced turnovers. When you break a press, the easiest way, what are the easiest ways to break a press, whether it be a zone press is make or man-to-man? Gu- make two-guard one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you guys are in a little 2-2-1, two, two, I'm going to keep attacking until two guys come. If two guys don't come, then if I'm one-on-one with you and I can't get past you, I need to take you out the basketball game. <laughs> you know? Right. So when I tell my guys all that, make two-guard one. It's just like when teams play zone, Coach Sutton used to always say, attack the gap or throw the ball over the top and, and suck the defense in get the ball over the top in the middle. So – uh, you're talking about starting two freshman right. point guards out there. I mean, these guys just come out of high school, and they're going to make some mistakes. But their growth has been very good. I was going to say, from where you had to insert them into games this right. season and into the starting lineup, I mean, I think you've played 15 different starting lineups uh, this uh, year. Too many. Right. Really, too many. Right. Too many starting lineups. Can't get a rhythm, can't get, can't get any rhythm or continuity at all. The growth that you've seen in those guys, though, the freshmen. Well, I told Jordan Jefferson the uh, uh, the way Alton attacked him, they saw something on film. I said, and by the way, young fella, you are now on people's scouting reports. I said, you averaged about 14 points over the last six games. You're on, you're on team scouting reports. They are now got you on the board, said Jordan Jefferson, really good shooter, can go off the dribble, pressure him, doesn't like pressure. I said, I guarantee that's what's on the board, but you're now in somebody's scouting report. Well, you're not in anybody's scouting report. You can get off and get some points. They're like, right. oh, this guy, we don't know this guy. After two or three games, they see you getting 14 points, and no, 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 he's on the scouting report. And they also know which way he likes to yes. go, and they're going to keep and be, you from going be, that way. Be physical with him. Right. And does the same thing with, with DJ. These guys are starting and playing minutes, so they're definitely in the scouting report. When you go through a game like that and then you have to travel on Friday, get ready for a, a tough Texas State team and a quick turnaround, and Strahan Coliseum, I don't know about for the Little Rock men, but I know for the women, it's been a difficult place to play. Well, Texas State is a, is, is a beautiful facility. Uh, uh, Coach Johnson does a great job with his team down there, and it's, we, we, it's, it's tough for us to win down there. And uh, we went back to the hotel. I started breaking the film down, started watching some film. The next morning, watched some more film, and we just took a trip down to San Marcos and uh, – four o'clock game i wasn't going to have any shoot around the next day we just kind of got some rest and we really played well down there because to be honest with it with a minute 50 seconds in the game coach hodge tapped me on the shoulder and said coach look at the score they only have 60 points and that's true the problem was we had 48 right (laughs) (laughs) so we had done a very good job defensively you're on the road and you hold a team the number one team in the conference to 60 points with a minute and 50 something left in the game your problem is you only got 48 yourself. That's the problem. But if I would have sat here and told you last Tuesday on the show, Coach, you're going to be, you're going to have Texas State down to 60 points with about two I minutes to go in the game, to win the game. You would have taken it. Yeah, I would say we had a chance to win the basketball game, and and we did, but we just couldn't make no shots down the end. What is it? Uh, is it just mental? Well, uh, when the cold is are they he- forcing them? No, when the cold is healthy, we can throw the ball into the post and play off of him a little bit and get a very high percentage shot. When the cold is not in the game with us. Everything becomes you relying on making jump shots, and that's that's hard to do night in and night out and make jump shots. You you have to be able to get to the foul line. You have to be able to get to the basket. You have to be able to post up something. And we don't have any post-up game right now. You've told me before, rebounding, 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 rebounding. And you look at the game against Texas State, and you're right there, 26-25. We're right there. I said if, we, if we're in margin with 10 
And we, I don't know what we shot from the field. It probably wasn't a good percentage. Uh, you were 39.8, and right. they were 52.2. That's the difference. Yeah, and they still only got 60 points. The problem is we could have shot 45%. could have been a totally different basketball game. doesn't seem like 39 to 45, but, yes, in a basketball game, that's big. And then the turnovers kind of yeah. crept up and yeah. got you in that Well, the, the, the turnovers, uh, we've been only averaging 12 in the Sun Belt, to be honest about it. We've, we've done a great job. I put on the board every every game 12 turnovers or less, you're going to have a chance to win. So, uh, our our problem is we got we got to be able to score consistently, and that's what we haven't been able to do. Well, you are back at home after two weeks on the road, and still I know got that score. Has, well, I know you still got to <laughs> score. You got you to find that a don't way change. to score. That don't change. Uh, the Little Rock men are eight and sixteen, three and nine in Sunbelt Conference play. And uh, as you get ready for this two game home set before heading down to Pensacola for the conference tournament, besides scoring, what is what is your message to the team? Is it that it's wide open. Uh, App State had the same identical record we had last year. They beat us 65-60 in the first round because we, we, we didn't make any shots, and they shot the daylights out the basketball, and they went on to win the tournament. Anybody can beat anybody. I've seen everybody in this conference, and anybody can beat anybody on any given day, and that's what I told my guys today. We had a, a really physical practice. I was shocked how physical it was on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, and I just told my team, if you, if you play with that aggression, these next two games and take it to Pensacola, you, you can shock some people. Are you worried with how physical you are in practices with your low numbers? Well, I only, only went for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You're saving their legs. No, I only went for an hour. I, I believe in saving their legs. Even when we're healthy, I believe in saving our legs. You know, in the regular season, I'll go hard. You know, Monday, it's like we play, play, we play on Wednesday and I play Thursday. I would go hard Monday, Tuesday. I mean, really hard, conditioning. Every, and then Wednesday would be kind of just get a lot of shots up. Uh, get in the cold tub, get some free throws in, walk through some stuff offensively and defensively. And so come Thursday, you should be ready to play. Was this something that the league decided to do the Wednesday, Friday on the last week of I don't, the regular I don't, season? I don't know what this league is doing. Why don't you call the commissioner and talk to him? <laughs> he, he, doesn't I, like, he doesn't like to hear from me. Hey, I'm sure he don't want to hear from me either, but we'll leave that alone. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what they're doing. I, that's over my, my pay scale. I just leave it. Whatever the schedule is, that's what we're going to play. Yeah. Because, Stuff we can do about it. That's no. a quick turnaround Wednesday. Wednesday, Friday is a real quick turnout, turnaround, especially with a team that's, that's depleted like we are. Right. So Wednesday night, 630, right here on 106.7 Buzz 2 uh, against Appalachian State. Ray Tucker will have the call from the Jack Stevens Center. And then uh, Friday night, 630, against Coastal Carolina uh, before you head down to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Coach, what's your travel schedule for uh, Pensacola? Oh, i got to ask my basketball op guy, and he's not here. <laughs> I, think, I think we may go in uh, uh, two days before. I think that's what he Tuesday. told me. Yeah, try to go in two days before because I wanted to do that because it's such – I think we're going to have the first game, like 11 o'clock game. So it's no sense of going – I want to go in two days before. Once you get done with Friday in the game against Coastal Carolina and you know your seating, will you adjust your your practice times to try and simulate that early start time? Uh, when I get closer to it, maybe. I may have 11 o'clock practice a couple of times and do that. But other than that, uh, after Friday, I'm going I'm to get away for a while and just, just relax, go up to Fayetteville and watch the Kentucky game and, and see some friends and just kind of unwind and watch some other coaches on the sideline sweat while I watch. <laughs> <laughs> and come on back home and just yep. start game planning for where we got to play. The last time, uh, I believe, Cal was in that building, uh, he got tossed. He didn't get to see the whole game. Yeah, I may try to visit with Cal before the game. And, uh, you know, he's an energetic guy. If you if you get him alone, he's he has he's full of stories and full of energy. He's, he's a good guy. I've got a Cal story I'll tell you during the break. I don't want to say it on the air, but <laughs> I, I will tell you during the, during the break, uh, uh, John Calipari story. We're going to come back after the break. We'll talk about App State and Coastal Carolina, the two teams that come to the Jack this weekend. You're listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show right here on 106.7 Buzz 2. Stay with us. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC.
through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're gonna have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. A shield against the elements. Comfort in the midst of chaos. Shelter in the aftermath of destruction. For 75 years, Shelter Insurance has remained true to our promise to be there when you need us most. This is the heartbeat of our company, our why. And throughout our history, it has never wavered. Shelter Insurance. For your auto, home, and life. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. When we play today, we win something bigger than ribbons or trophies. We win our tomorrows. Wherever we play, wherever we fight, wherever we overcome odds, we're winning our way. Simmons Bank is committed to supporting women athletes in the communities we serve and are proud to be an official sponsor of Little Rock Women's Athletics. Not just for a season, but for a winning future. Seasons are short, but fierce is forever. Simmons Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Trey Schaap joined by Daryl Walker, the head coach of your Little Rock Trojans. And uh, Coach, App State comes in on Wednesday night. Tough turnaround for them, too. I mean, they've got to travel. Uh, the good thing is you guys just had to travel back from Texas. Uh, but you get App State at home, and they're a team that, uh, like you said, last year conference tournament right there could have gone either way. And uh, – I'm going to say this. If you hit your shots Wednesday night, you're going to win the basketball game. Well, if we shoot 45, we shoot 45 to 47%. And if you go back and look at all our wins, we probably probably shot in that range or a little higher. Uh, if we do that, we'll have a chance to win the basketball game. So we'll just see. And uh, I know we've been losing and we won here, here, and, here and there. But we're playing pretty good basketball. We just can't close it out, can't finish it. What do you, why do you think that is? We're, we're, not, we, we're just not. Young? We don't, we're young and we don't, don't have, have the experience. We don't have enough. You know, yeah. you got guys playing 40 minutes out there, 37 minutes, 38 minutes uh, on a consistent basis out there. So uh, eventually your leg's going to get tired uh, every once in a while doing the game, and I try to sub as much as I can. But uh, if I had my whole team, it would be just a little different story because I'd be so much deeper, and uh, these guys just playing so many minutes now wouldn't be playing those minutes. What do you see in Appalachian State? Have they changed any from what you <laughs> saw the previous time when you faced them in Boone? Heavily three-point shooting team. We're going to have to take care of the three-point line. Going to have to rebound the basketball. Uh, with five minutes left in the game, I think it was a four-point game there. Uh, at App State, thought we had a chance mm -hmm. to win it and, and, and didn't score the rest of the five and a half minutes in the game, didn't score again. So uh, that's been our M.O. Uh, we, we can stay in games. In games when we can shoot it the whole time, the whole game, we usually have a really good chance we usually win games. And then the uh, Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina come to the Jack on uh, Friday night. Uh, that Uncle game. Cliff. Yep. Cliff Ellis uh, used to be down at Auburn in the SEC, and uh, you didn't get to see him in your trip to Conway no, I, this year. I called him after the game when I was breaking down the film, and he answered the phone. I said, Cliff, the wrong person on the team got COVID. <laughs> I, I, I wish some of your players would have got COVID. <laughs> he, he fell out laughing. Yeah, I think Cliff doesn't get enough due for how good a basketball coach he is. 800 and something wins. You don't get 800 and something wins 
without right. winning a lot of basketball games. I, I forgot to say this when Coach no, Foley lot, was here. Wins. Yeah, I mean, he just, he, 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 just won, he just won 830. Yeah, I mean, you win 800 wins, that's that's longevity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's doing it. I don't know how long Coach Foley's done it, but he's done it over 40 years, hasn't he? Yeah, I believe he's in his 36th yes, year close, as a close, collegiate close, head coach. Close for 40 years, and, and uh, Uncle Cliff has done it a long time, so – uh, you you start talking about winning 800 wins. That's that's Hall of Fame numbers. With a coach like Cliff Ellis, you know what you're going to get. Uh, Cliff's gonna he may play a box of one. He may play a who knows what he may do. Uh, but he's been successful all these years, and that's why he has 800 wins. That's why he's been successful everywhere. That means he can coach, and he also can recruit. The game at Coastal Carolina. You guys jumped on them early, and then you had one of those dry spells. No, we didn't have a dry spell. We missed 13 shots in a row. <laughs> that, that, well, okay, that, that's, 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 more, that's more than that's a, a dry – that's a drought, that's isn't the, it? That's a desert, man. <laughs> and we, missed th- we missed 13 shots in a row. We did. And, yeah. uh, and uh, I think the score at halftime was 22 to 16. Yeah. You would think you hold a team to 22 points, you would think that you would be ahead, maybe 30 to 22. 22 to 16 was the score at halftime, and we were right there on the road once again, 22 to 16. Mm-hmm. And that's what missing 13 shots in a row. And that's when you guys started at Coastal and then went to Boone, and, to, uh, Boone. to take on Appalachian State. Uh, this time you faced the Mountaineers first before you faced the Chanticleers. And do the Chanticleers, what? What is that? I was going to ask you, do you know what a Chanticleer is? No. Do you guys know? Some people say it's a myth- mythical chicken. Well, you know what? I'm going to ask Uncle Cliff that before the game. Well, Friday actually, night, I'm going to ask them. I'm going to say, Cliff, what the hell is a Chanticleer? I'm going to ask Chanticleer. Him. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> That's okay. You he don't probably, need to pronounce he, it. He probably don't know what it is either, to be honest about it. Here you go. I've got the answer for you. Uh, the number one question asked of those associated with the Coastal Carolina University Department of, Ath- of Athletics is, what is a Chanticleer? Well, uh, a Chanticleer comes from Chaunter's Canterbury Tales. More specifically, he comes from the nun's priest tale, a story with Canterbury tales. The Chanticleer is a proud and fierce rooster who dominates the barnyard. So it's a barnyard pimp, huh? It's a <laughs> is that what it is? What is it? Uh, is that what it is? They say for huh? crowning there was not his equal in all the land. His voice was merrier than the merry organ that played you sound like in a, the church. You sound like a preacher right now. I'm man. just telling you what it says, Coach. You sounding just like a preacher, my man. You don't have to know how to pronounce it. You're going to want to pass the plate in a second. <laughs> <laughs> we might do that. We might do that. But, uh, yeah, the uh, and it's, it's spelled C-H. A N T I C L E E R, wow. but is pronounced Sean to clear. I'm going to ask, ask Cliff if I he knows. A, before the game starts, I'm going to walk down there. and I'm going to ask him. He a- ask him if he knows what a Sean to clear is, and I want you to he report he back. He ain't going to know. I can tell you, Uncle Cliff ain't going to know. <laughs> uh, let's look at the Sun Belt Conference standings. Texas State uh, on the top, uh, App State right behind them. How so many you games are that separates those two? Let's see, Texas State is 10-3, and three and App State is 11-5. and five. But, see, App State's played 16 games. Texas State's only exactly. played 13, but the percentage is there. Yeah, but I think App State would get it because they played more games. Well, but they're not going to have the higher percentage. No. They're going to go with the percentages oh, this they're year. Going with the percent- well, they're going to be out then. Yeah. They're not out. I take that back. They're not out. They've got a chance. They've got a chance. I yeah. think they have a chance. And yeah. then uh, followed by Troy, Georgia State, South Alabama, Arkansas State, Louisiana, UTA, Coastal Carolina, ULM, Georgia Southern, and Little Rock. And you guys are by no means locked into the last spot. I mean, you can win this week and jump up and jump See, over I some I people. I never look at the standards. Who, who's, who's ahead of us? Georgia Southern. Okay. A well, uh, 28% winning percentage at four wins and ten losses. Yeah. But it's, you it's, were telling me earlier this year on the show here that there were some teams like uh, South Alabama who was picked to be towards the top of the uh, the, the league and – and uh, some others Georgia, that were Georgia, not. Georgia State was uh, was picked to be at the top. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette was picked in the top top three. All those teams were in the top three. And you just never know. All these predictions, you just never know until the, until the season starts. Right. 
That was uh, my mother-in-law trying to FaceTime me for whatever reason. I, and I, you I didn't FaceTime why. her? But you want me to next no. time she answers? I mean, we can talk to her if you want. Well, well you got a problem. That's your problem, not mine. Well, my you wife is sitting here. I didn't want to answer But it. you didn't answer. You said you didn't want to answer. You said it like you. Well, we're trying to do a show, Coach. You got, I can't just, your, you got a problem with your mother-in-law? No, no. Oh, I, I was just checking. Oh, no, she texted me earlier today. I love her. I mean. I, I was just making sure. But I know why she's calling me. Okay. All I right. had a birthday today, so she's trying okay. to call, you know, wish happy birthday and all that stuff. She already texted me this morning, so why she calls now, I, I that, don't know. That's a conversation you have to have with your mother-in-law. But I'm going to see her Thursday, hopefully, at the game against UT Arlington that the women play. Oh, okay. All right. But I will be watching Wednesday night. I will be watching Friday night from Texas, right. and let's hope Little Rock gets two wins. Let's try it. Appreciate all right, it. Darryl Thank Walker you. Thank you. joining us here. And, yes, we will have a show from Pensacola, same time, same place, next Monday And Coach Walker will record a segment with Ray Tucker, and we'll have that on the show. So enjoy, everybody, and uh, go Trojans. Come see us. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast was also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank.